Well, hello, Toowoomba. Welcome to another episode coming from the Talking Toowoomba Bunker as we embark on another week of self-isolation. In this episode, we talk to two guests, Jessica from Jessica Ritchie and Latoya from Flair Marketing and PR. These Toowoomba locals are well known around town and we are so glad they agreed to pass on some tips about the importance of personal branding, marketing and SEO for business. Now let's get talking, Toowoomba. News of the Week. In News of the Week, we are proud to announce that the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce have launched their very own podcast. So we are very proud to be working alongside them to facilitate this and look forward to some exciting content from them for the Toowoomba business community. Our little side project with Royal Throne Rooms called Two Cents Worth is slowly growing. Look out for the deep dive follow-up to this episode on Tuesday the 21st of April at 9am, where there will be a panel of social media experts, each with a theme to discuss. Go to the Facebook page, Two Cents Worth, to watch live or after the fact, or perhaps subscribe to their podcast and get it straight to your app. Now let's talk social media. Now, branding is always an important part, both personal and from a company point of view. And I'm speaking with someone this morning who's a bit of a bit of a guru when it comes to personal branding. Her name is Jessica Ritchie. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Shane. How are you? Look really well. So tell us briefly a little bit about Jessica Ritchie. Well, I'm Jessica Ritchie and I've been operating under my own personal brand as Jessica Ritchie for the last five and a half years now. I am a brand and marketing expert who creates connected personal and business brands through strategic marketing and also through well-being. How long in total have you been involved in in this uh, personal branding and marketing? Well... With personal branding and marketing, it's been 13 years I've been building and working with some of Australia's leading and most recognised brands and hopefully you've heard of a few of them like Golden Circle, uh, Tony Ferguson Weight Loss, Super Cheap Auto, Tourism and Events Queensland. Loved working with our local big one, Gloriously Free Oats Australia and really grateful to have worked with hundreds of small medium businesses across the globe. Wow, there's there's a list of the who's who. <laughs> now, during this period of time, what's one thing we as businesses need to do differently, do you think? I've had a really good think about this since the pandemic hit and it's. I just believe it's what we should have been doing anyway. And if you aren't already, it's being your most authentic self. So whether you're operating as a personal or business brand, I think that applies because people more than ever are researching who is behind a brand, who, you know, who is the leader, where is my hard-earned money going? They really want to understand whether their values align and are congruent. And I've seen some businesses talk about themselves a lot, but it's not really hitting the mark because it's not, it's no longer relevant for their clients. So we really need to listen, you know, what are their problems and create solutions for our clients. And, you know, it's not about us. It's just of getting out of our own way and being of service to lead with empathy and heart, I think, during these times so that we're purposeful. 
So what would be your top three tips for building your brain? Top three. <laughs> it's hard to limit to three because I actually, when I'm working with people from either a personal brand or a biz brand perspective, I do ask different questions initially from a strategic point of view. But I think what will encompass for, for all your listeners at the moment is, well, what product or service am I offering? So is this helpful right now in this current market and environment or do I need to adjust it? That would be the number one thing to look at. Number two, what are the challenges that my clients or customers are facing? Is this now different with COVID-19? And if so, what is it that they need right now? understand what their problems and fears are and what's keeping them up at night. And so number three, how is it what I'm offering? How is that unique and different from others already in the market? So that would encompass both personal and business branding. Do you think really that we should all be evolving on this? And the fact that COVID-19 has brought some huge changes to businesses at the moment, A lot of them see it as perhaps a catastrophe, but really it isn't. It's an opportunity really to to grow and improve, isn't it? Absolutely it is. If you look back in history and if you do risk management in your business and have a really clear strategy in place, uh, which is what we do with our clients, not that we've seen one of these truly hit in the last sort of nine, ten years. I guess the last one was the GFC you really have to be prepared because you are guaranteed that something like this or something catastrophic to your business will happen at some point. And whether it doesn't happen in business, the one thing we are guaranteed in life is change. So something catastrophic could happen or what we personally deem as catastrophic can happen within our life as well. So we need to use these times to, and this is more personal branding, I guess, perspective, is use these times to really get to know who we truly are. And now that we're in isolation, some people are absolutely loving having this time to understand who they are. And other people who I'm speaking to are really not enjoying it at all because it's actually making them face a lot of questions that they've had. And they've been creating a lot of busyness to avoid asking themselves and answering those questions. So I think if you really want to not just survive and thrive during these times, we need to go and ask ourselves those questions of who am I and what are my values and my strengths and offering during this time. And, you know, and if I could do absolutely anything, what would that be? And how would it make me feel? And what would it look like? Now, when you're face-to-face with someone, usually they say you get about three seconds to make your first impression. Do the same rules apply when we're doing it in the virtual world that we find ourselves in at the moment? Absolutely. Yes, and I think the same rules definitely apply. And in fact, if you think about it, it should be easier to make a first impression online because you have more time to create that impression than the three seconds that you might get when you're in person. So I guess how you could do this is take a look at your main image that you have on Facebook, so your hero image, and have a look at the banner that you have. Um, is it conveying you know, your professionalism and knowledge and showing that you're trustworthy? Uh, ultimately, yeah, is it showing how you wish to be conveyed? And 
when you're online, are you polite, decent as you would be face to face when speaking to someone and, you know, not acting like a keyboard warrior? Yeah, I think there's definitely a, a thin line between being a keyboard warrior and being perhaps humorous. Yes. If I could put it that way. It is. And it, I guess that's where the lines can be blurred and uh, communication can get misconstrued online. So we do need to be mindful. And during these times, emotions are heightened as well as sensitivity. So. It could be, you know, I've just said to be your most authentic self. However, I think you need to have that perspective and empathy of what others might be feeling as well. And sometimes it might be best, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, then just don't say anything at all. Yeah, I agree. Now, I want to ask you a question that I ask all my guests, and that is, if you could meet someone famous, dead or alive, and sit down and have a bit of a chat with them, who would it be and why? Oh, well, the the first person that comes to mind for that, for me, like my famous crush who was alive would be Oprah, but I know half the planet would probably say Oprah Winfrey. So I'm going to go with someone who is probably little known, and I stumbled across her sort of by accident a couple of years ago, and her name is Clara Barton, and she's one of the most honoured women in American history, and I think quite pertinent right now because Barton risked her life back around 1850s, I think. So she risked her life to um, bring supplies and support to soldiers in the field during the Civil War. And she actually founded the Red Cross, so the American Red Cross back in 1881. And she was age 59 and then led it for 23 years. So for me, Clara is a woman who was in her power back 150 years ago or more. And I think with how our world is at the moment, a lot of us, well, I would love to be channeling my inner Clara Barton right now. That's a good choice. Now, you've got a website, of course, which has got some great ideas on there. It's also got how to get in contact with you, and that's jessica-richie.com. Now, on there, you describe yourself as a Sherpa. A Sherpa, I like that. (laughs) I do. Just briefly, tell us why you think of yourself as a Sherpa. I think of myself as a Sherpa because generally when my clients come to me, whether it's for business coaching or life coaching, quite often it can be integrated. So what I find is they really unclear and don't have the clarity of where they want to be. They know they can do more and be more. They just don't know how. And so... It feels like they're looking up at this mountain going, my gosh, how do I scale and climb and conquer that? And so what I do is I help guide them up what can feel like a mountainous journey and I take that backpack for them during those times. I'll actually get in and I'll do that work for them, but I'll also hand that backpack back to them to ensure that they're doing the climb, that they've got the tools um, and that they're doing the hard work too so that they're actually learning and prepared for when we scale that mountain and ultimately we get that beautiful view of success at the end. The other thing that I noticed on your website that stopped me, and I've read it a couple of times now and I really like it, is a quote that you refer to by Oscar Wilde. To be yourself. Be yourself. (laughs) Everyone else is already taken. 
I love that. Yes, and I think we need that reminder and that sort of thank you for saying that because I think that sums up our chat really nicely in going through the overall touch point of what we've said of, you know, ultimately be your most authentic self. And people are waiting for us to lead them. They're in a time where they are feeling a little bit lost and things are tough. We all certainly have our unique gift to give to the world. So now is the time for us to get out there and and help others and shine our light. Jessica, I want to thank you for coming on podcast this morning. I'm sure we've given an insight to a lot of people and what they can be doing during these difficult times. Thank you so much, Shane. Now, digital marketing is an important part for any business. And I'm going to be chatting with Latoya from Flare Marketing and PR. G'day, Latoya. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. That's good. (laughs) So how long have you been involved in marketing? (laughs) <laughs> well, I over 20 years ago, I did my PR and communications and journalism degree, so fresh out of school. But then in that degree, I was able to do a internship where you work for free with um, Toowoomba Regional Council's corporate communications department. And then also out of uni, worked with in the customer relations department in Toowoomba Holden. So I had a lovely learning curve of calling people after they'd had their services and checking everyone was happy. And then fast forward a few years, a very dear friend of mine, Heather Woodcraft, who was in a in a job that wasn't quite exactly what was professionally fulfilling. And um, yeah, the pair of us joined forces and flare marketing was born. Okay, so we know that during this time, more than ever, businesses yes. need to keep on keeping on by posting on social media. Well, I guess the biggest thing is to be watching your market and being conscious of who you're talking to. Every time you post, you may have a few different audiences that you're posting to and remembering that if you're talking to your customers or your clients or your shareholders, they're not actually on social media to be sold to. They're on social media to be entertained or to be educated or to be connected. So when you're posting things, it's got to be in the context of your business, but then also with the goal of why your audience is online and why they're on social media. Just posting things that are always sell, 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 the best way to actually get someone disengaged, unfortunately. (laughs) You've got to build that relationship with your clients and with your audiences before you can actually, yeah, post things about promotions you might have. I see social media as a bit of a bank in your building relationship. You can't go in for the sale unless you've actually built that relationship and have a yeah strong relationship with those clients. The other thing is to make sure to do up a social media planner. So they are the best thing to sit down because, yes, most people, they know they should be posting regularly and they don't know what to post. So looking at a social media planner and doing one of those yourself up in in the context of your business and the context of who you're talking to is so helpful because then you're able to go straight to your little planner, see what day you're up to and find content that will relate to that. I believe that you have available a free 30-day planner for those who need help. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, it's a document that we've done for yeah clients and uh, we had a 
social media and photography training course earlier in the year. And so we have this document that can be downloaded for free if you email us at hello at flaremarketing.net.au. And um, yeah, we can send you the link that's um, a downloadable link, PDF, just to get you started. So do you think that the way we are living at the moment because of um, the health situation with the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. do you think it's changed these tips you've just mentioned in any way? I don't think it's completely changed sharing how you're – I think, if anything, it's actually reinforced it. And um, because this is almost the social media storm at the moment, the whole climate, everybody's on their phones, on their laptops, and we're consuming so much information, I think – if anything, it's more important than ever to make content that your audience is actually going to want to consume and want to watch and listen and and read. So I think now is actually the best time to be building that relationship with your audiences, engaging with them in a way that reaches them rather than just um, promoting, promoting, promoting all the time. I love local businesses and I love supporting local, but I think sometimes we can rely too much on just the fact that you are local and 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 rather than actually pushing past that and saying, well, I'm, I want to engage with the, the local community rather than sort of sitting back and going, well, I'm local. Why isn't anyone coming to me? Rather than just stepping out and actually being involved with your audience, being involved with other other businesses, affiliate businesses around the place. This is the best time to be building that community. People are wanting community and wanting connection. Now, SEO. Yes. I hate that term, <laughs> SEO. <laughs> yes. As do probably a lot of people in business, yes. but SEO is important. And, of course, we're talking about search engine optimization. Yes. Have you got two tips <laughs> for me on that one? Help. Yeah. <laughs> So it is a bit of an ecosystem to get good search engine optimization to get it solid. But I can give you, well, there's a lot, but I can give you two tips, particularly things that are in control with small to medium businesses is their website. There's a lot of things in in your website that would help with this, but two big ones is updating your content regularly. So whether that's changing your photos, doing regular blog posts, doing things that um, basically they are telling Google that you haven't just done your website and finished your business. It's telling Google that you're still in business and that you're still engaged. So updating your website is a big one because then when Google sees that you're still updating things, it tells them you're still in business. The other thing is usability. So that your website is able to be viewed well, not just on a PC or a laptop, but also on a tablet and a phone. Because more often than not, people are visiting websites on tablets and phones now. And someone goes to your website and it's not beautiful on their tablet or phone, they're going to leave just as quick. And then that tells Google that the website is not it's not worth visiting. It's not helpful. It's not a it's not a helpful use, a resource. So it actually flicks people away from your website. So update your content regularly and make sure you can use your website on phones and tablets as well as laptops and PCs. This is something that's that's so important. Yeah, most of us forget it. Is there something that small business can be doing for themselves to make sure they are getting the most out of their digital marketing? Yes, definitely. Um, I guess the the thing that I love referring people to is just even the simple thing of upskilling 
in those platforms. So, for example, if you're going to be looking at Facebook, Facebook actually has a very simple, easy-to-use online course in Facebook use. So it's called Facebook Blueprint. If you go into the Facebook Blueprint, it will give you very basic going through to um, more advanced. And obviously, because it's training from Facebook, it's going <laughs> to give you accurate and up-to-date training. But there's yeah a lot of things like those those sorts of things where you're upskilling in the platform that your audience is on. So depending on which platform's most being used by the people you're trying to reach, definitely um, the best way to go for those sorts of things. Okay, so I've got a question for you now that I ask a lot of my guests. Yeah. And I always get some very interesting replies. Okay. <laughs> if you could meet someone famous, dead or alive, who would it be? <laughs> I... I would love to meet C.S. Lewis um, <laughs> because I'm a writer and he was a beautiful writer. And even I would love to be back in the pub with him and J.K. Rowling and <laughs> the philosophers. I think I would have felt very out of my depth, but I would have loved to be um, yeah, sitting in that pub listening to the conversations that would have been going on and um, <laughs> and just even the language, I feel like. <laughs> We've evolved in so many ways in some ways and then other ways our English language is just completely being murdered. <laughs> yeah, um, I, won't, so. I won't argue with you on that point. <laughs> I, I agree with you, most definitely. Yeah. Well, Latoya, look, I want to thank you for your time and coming on the podcast and, and giving us a little bit of an insight as to what we can do to improve our digital marketing. But if someone wants to take it a step further and get in contact with you, how yeah. can they go about it? So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or good old emails, always good, which um, mentioned the email address before, which is hello at flaremarketing.net.au. And obviously, we've also got a website. Um, and our website has lots of blog posts on there that you can actually get tips on how to how to up your strategy online and, and how to, yeah, increase your presence there. Lots of different ways with SEO and social media. Excellent. Thanks, Latoya. It's been great chatting. Talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Make sure you subscribe to get the latest episode to keep up to date with businesses that are still operating and how you can support them and help keep as many members of this great community employed. Thanks to the Toowoomba Chamber of Commerce and Two Cents Worth Toowoomba for your support. Check them both out on Facebook. We will get through this together. Stay safe. I'm Shane. See you around, Toowoomba.